Welcome to the Marketing for Startups podcast. If you're trying to figure out marketing for your startup, then you're in the right place. In this podcast, we go high level, looking at the intersection of branding, data, and leadership to offer you a marketing playbook to grow and scale. Join me each week for in-depth interviews, tactical advice, and practical trainings. Hi, I'm your host, Victoria Hajar, veteran marketer and startup enthusiast. I promise to bring my experience and curiosity to each episode Then together, we'll peel back the onion on this ever-changing discipline that is marketing. I'm so happy you're here. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode. Here's what we're talking about today. We're talking about execution because all the goal planning and strategy work that we do is only as good as how well we can execute. And we know this, right? We know this. We're very conscious of this. But oftentimes it's much more fun to do goal planning and goal setting than actually get it, putting our heads down and doing the work. And so today is all about how we're going to actually do the work. How do we need to structure our weeks? How do we need to structure our teams in order to be able to push that boulder up the hill and get those goals those targets hit and the goals actually completed. But before we get into the episode, I do want to let you know that I have a ton of fabulous resources to help you grow and scale your business. And you can find them all in one place on our website, uglyventures.com backslash resources. So if I ever mention like a, um, a, a guide or a piece of you know, a free something that I'm giving away in an episode, you can always find those on our resources page, right? And there's a ton of them there. If you go to the page, you can uh, download as many as you like. Everything is free and it is there as your resource library. So again, it's Ugly Ventures, U-G-L-I, ugly with an I, Ugly Ventures, U-G-L-I-V-E-N-T-U-R-E-S, dot com backslash resources and you can scoop up any kind of resource that I mentioned in any of the episodes. So I originally created this um this topic with the title grow with metrics. And I'm kind of sticking with that because in order to grow your business to achieve anything, you need to be evaluating all of the things that you take action on to determine whether it is working or not working right? You need to do that for yourself and you need to do that for your team. Today, we're going to focus on the team because what I find um, is that it's really helpful to pull the curtain back to see how other businesses kind of manage the day-to-day. And in my work as a fractional CMO, I've had the awesome opportunity to be inside so many different teams, but kind of see how founders organize like their meeting cadence and what are the things they pay attention to? How do they manage their people? And I've been able to really see what works and what doesn't work. And every experience that I've had, I've sort of taken those pieces and brought them into my own business um, and when I'm managing my team. So just as a reminder, you know, I've been a fractional CMO, um, chief marketing officer or marketing director for growth startups and scale-offs for over 15 years. And what that means is that I build individual teams for each startup that I work with or work within their existing teams. And I manage that team. I, I reorganize them. I steer them in the right direction. And so the fun part for, for me and for everyone, I think, listening is kind of setting the strategy, 
and getting all those creative ideas going and what are our goals going to be and what are the metrics we're going to measure success against, right? I think that that kind of kickoff phase is really fun. But actually, that's usually only the first couple of weeks of me working with a client. And then I'm in kind of execution phase for months and sometimes even years with certain clients. And so I've had to get really good at the mundane, repetable task of managing um, the execution team and making sure that they are on track for their goals, because that's really the only way that I've been able to reach success in the marketing departments that I lead. And that's really the boring reality of business, doing a few things really well and managing day to day, like leading and managing the boring stuff, doing that consistently and doing it well as well. So that's what we're going to talk about. How do we really, how do we really manage um, our team to get the most out of them? And so when we have a clear system in place that we follow consistently and consistency is so incredibly important. I want to take one second to talk about consistency because if you as the leader, as the founder are not razor focused on the quarterly or yearly goals that you set for your company, if you do not show up regularly for meetings with your team, if you do not set a clear agenda, right? You need to employ that discipline in yourself. Because if you do not showcase that kind of discipline to your teams, there is a much greater chance that they are going to not have that kind of discipline in the work that they do for you. And that's the last thing that you want. And so I've worked with some founders that, you know, change meetings last minute or don't have clear agendas to the, to the team meetings that they hold. And what I see is it kind of like it fosters this hesitancy within the organization, within the business, and you just don't get the most out of the team. Because if the team doesn't feel like you as the founder are paying attention, if the team doesn't feel like you're really on top of things, doesn't mean you need to micromanage, just being on top of or the organization, right? Paying attention, really reaching for excellence and striving for excellence in your own life as a leader, then you're, you're, subcontractors, your freelancers, your employees, they just, they're going to do the minimum, right? So this cadence that I'm going to talk to you about, right? These sort of consistent, repeatable ways that you can organize executing your goals is just so important, again, to rinse and repeat each and every quarter, each and every week, each and every month to do these three actions that's going to set up this rhythm um, for your team. And when we set up this kind of repeatable system and rhythm, then we're able to get to what we really need to do, grow with metrics. And you're not going to be able to really dive into those metrics and get and get um, meaningful insights out of the metrics unless you have this management system, this execution system in place, right? And with any kind of data, right? You wanna look at your business like a science experiment. You want to create the least amount of variables because the as much as you can control, the more perfect you know your data is going to be. So in my opinion, the variables is really like your team. You want to make sure that you're executing consistency and consistently and with discipline, your meetings, how you manage them, how you hold them accountable, 
because that's going to minimize the amount of variable in the data that you're going to get. You know, the, the, the results that you get, right, could be from really great disciplined, organized effort of your team, or it could be half-assed effort of your team. And you're going to want to start with the best effort on the execution side to get those metrics as well as they could be in order to really start to improve the tactics and strategy that you're using. So that's kind of my sidebar there. So there's really three steps to achieving all of your business goals, okay? And they are plan, review, and support. So let's talk about planning. So planning is, of course, actually planning for your goals. You need to set clear goals, all right? Goals that are clear enough that they communicate what the expectations are of the team. So you wanna have what is the goal and what is the outcome? And when in your planning, you wanna be really clear on who is working towards that goal. What part are they going to contribute to and what um, what KPIs are they gonna be held accountable for? Spend some time really not just planning for your goals, right, for the year or the quarter, but making sure Take even more time making sure the goals are clear and that anyone that's working on your goals in those teams are extremely clear on what they are doing to contribute to the goal and what does success look like to them. Because oftentimes that's where things kind of fall apart. We create, we take these creative ideas, we create goals out of them. But the issue is, is that we don't write or communicate write down or communicate what that goal is clearly but even if you can communicate the goal clearly i find that the next step is even more important breaking down that goal to what are the individual tasks that need to be um, taken to actually complete that goal and who on your team is responsible for those individual tasks and what does success look like for them now, this planning process could and should be collaborative. You, as the founder, should set the high-level goals, right, and make sure those high-level goals are extremely clear. What are the results that you're looking for in the period of time, what success looks like? And then you can invite your team to say, okay, now we have our goals. Team, let's think about what do we need to do to actually complete this goal. I call this a scope of work. So I have the goal written down, and I create a scope of work document for each individual goal that outlines those steps, who's responsible for each step, and what does success look like, right? What is the desired outcome? And then when we are managing the execution of those goals, which is the next step, we have this document to refer to, kind of like a project management document for your goals. And if you as the founder or the leadership team are really paying attention in that way, you know that you're going to have um, just better production out of your team because they're going to be extremely clear. What are the steps and what do they need to do and what does success look like? Oftentimes we just set the goal and then we just like hope that our team gets it together enough to like make it work. And then we're not really properly monitoring what they're doing and giving them support when needed. And those are the next two steps. So our first step is plan. Then we have our review. So after we've created our quarterly or yearly goals, whichever whichever like time frame you're looking at here, and created some kind of scope of work, right? Breaking down those steps and who's responsible. We need to be visiting those big goals on a weekly basis, checking in 
on how they are going. So we can be looking at that scope of work document and just getting a status, right? What's done, what's not done, why or why not, right? Or usually we just like to focus on if something's not getting done, right? If things are getting done, things are going smoothly, we don't have to spend too much time digging into it. But if something's not getting done, we want to be able to understand, does, does that individual need support? Do they not have the tools that they need to actually be successful in completing that task? So after you've done the planning, we need to be reviewing weekly a scorecard based on these goals. So I look at it in two ways. I look at the actual goal and the task and just say, are those done, right? But then I also look at a marketing scorecard where we say, okay, what are the metrics that we're going after for the marketing department, right? Or the sales department or whatever, you know, this CS department. What are the goals that you're after? Um, and then are we're measuring our progress week over week, right? And we have targets week over week, month over month, and we're looking at those on a regular basis to say, okay, are we reaching our targets? If we're reaching our targets, great. Don't even spend two seconds on it. If we're not, you got to dig into it and understand why we're not reaching the targets. And you're going to be able to improve on the strategy or the tactic in the moment, right? So looking at reviewing regularly a marketing scorecard is what I do in order to be able to push the team forward week over week, month over month to reach the goals. And then last but not least, scheduling once a month, one-on-ones with your individual team. Now, this is something that smaller teams often don't do. And I think that it's a huge mistake because when you're with a smaller team, you really want to get buy-in from that team member and you want to you want them to grow with you. You want to foster them as individuals and, and because these individuals are going to be the the foundation by which you grow your business. So having good, effective, bought-in, enthusiastic, growth-minded team members, it is like it makes all the difference because you can't build this company by yourself. You're going to need your team. And so when you plan clearly, right, step right is planning. You plan and communicate clearly. Number two is you're reviewing weekly the performance of your team, right? We're managing the outcomes here. So, you know, are they completing what they need to complete to get the goal accomplished in the time allotted? And is the marketing metrics hitting those desired goals week over week? Because then we know if the strategy is actually working. Because it's one thing if someone's completing the task and, and getting to the goal. It's another thing if we're not hitting the actual targets that we need in terms of like, let's say lead volume or conversion rate, right? We need to be looking at those numbers week over week to analyze the performance, right? Our goals are just our best guess at what needs to get done to reach the results that we want to. Looking at the actual data and metrics from like our marketing effort is what tells us if things are working or not working. So we have plan review, but support is the last piece. And let's go back to this huge mistake. I feel like as founders, we need to think of everyone that works on our team, whether they're a freelancer or employee, as being extremely important to the success of our business. And so you don't want any, any sort of um, folks that are uninspired, not bought in, not interested, don't work well. No, you want go-getters, growth-minded, right? People that are great executors. And you need to support them. And so one big uh difference I've seen be between all these founders I've worked with 
are the ones that take the time to build those one-on-one relationships with their team. Now, as your team grows bigger, obviously this might not be possible and you want to make sure that you're growing that one-on-one relationship with your leadership team, right? But when you're small and you only have, you know, less than 10 people on your team, for example, taking the time once once a month, 30-minute meeting to do a one-on-one. And the point of the one-on-one is not to be um, micromanaging. It's not to be just looking at, you know, what tasks are done or talking about individual tasks. The individual tasks and the marketing metrics and all that stuff should be done during the weekly marketing meeting. The one-on-one is for really deep support. So asking that team member, you know, how is it, how is it going, your workload? Do you have the support you need? Do you have the tools that you need? Do you have any roadblocks? Do you have any questions for me? Do you want to brainstorm new ideas for how to improve in the work that you're doing, right? Do you have any creative ideas for, um, you know, our organization globally? Get them involved, get them bought in, right? That one-on-one could be the difference between finding these absolute rock stars that grow your business to the moon with you or just having people that are not really loyal and jumping from one thing to the next, right? You as the leader, as the founder, need to be responsible for building that relationship, right? Setting that vision, setting a career path, getting this these folks excited about being a part of your business. So that's actually how we get these goals done, right? It's not kind of haphazard check-ins. It's not having a million meetings a week that's going to burn everyone out. It's not talking about every single thing. You need to strike a balance between giving your team autonomy, trusting in them, um, paying attention to their ideas, letting them figure it out themselves, letting them be self-sufficient, and managing them, but not them managing their outcomes, right? So you need to be looking at what is the what is the output that these um, that my team members are delivering to me and that's really what you need to pay attention to, not their individual workload and the things that they're doing every single hour of the day. Um, doing this is going to foster this like like um, inviting your team to be autonomous in the work that they do. It's going to make them happier. it's going to make them more excited, right? But you, you need to be really on top of those outcomes because if they're not completing the tasks to get you towards your goal or not hitting those metrics, well, then you're not going to get to where you need to be. And finally, doing those one-on-ones, that's just going to help you get the most out of your team, build that personal relationship. And now when a lot of us are working remotely, those one-on-ones are more important than ever. So this is really how we're going to grow with metrics, right? It's not about the individual metrics, this podcast episode, right? It's not about exactly what metrics to be watching. It's about what is the holistic um, system that you need to have in place operationally to be able to grow with metrics. And it's minimizing the variability of folks not really understanding what they're working on, folks not really understanding what targets they should be, and folks not really being, um, being overseen properly on the things that they are working on, right? You as the founder, as a leader, pay attention to what matters, outcomes, pay attention to what matters, supporting your team and getting the most out of them. All right, so with these three simple steps, we should be doing this on rinse and repeat every single quarter. One, quarterly planning session, review and session, okay? Every single quarter without fail. Making those goals, those tasks, who's responsible, the the KPIs, very clear to your team. Weekly. 
Every single week, you should be having a marketing meeting where you're reviewing the scorecard, reviewing the progress on the goals. And three, every single month, having one 30-minute meeting, your one-on-one with your individual team or individuals on your leadership team. This is absolutely going to help push everything forward and gain real momentum in your business and also help you avoid shiny object syndrome, right? Avoid that idea of chasing new ideas in the middle of the quarter and not giving any one idea enough time to really gain hold or give you enough good data to make some decisions. So I hope this helped. I can't wait to see you back here next week for more marketing goodness. And remember this until next week, you don't have to go fast. Don't get distracted by going fast. You just have to keep going. And in the things that we discussed in this episode with consistency and discipline with yourself as a leader, as a founder, and with your team, there's no way that you can fail. Okay, until next week. You did it. You made it to the end of the episode. Thanks for sticking around with me and listening all the way to the end. I really appreciate you as an audience member, and I hope that you found this helpful. If you did like this episode, it would mean so, so much to me if you subscribed, if you rate and review this podcast. It helps other people know that this podcast has something worth saying. It also would be super awesome if you could take a screenshot and share on Instagram and tag me at Ugly Ventures, U-G-L-I Ventures, V-E-N-T-U-R-E-S. I am always so appreciative to hear from you, and I hope to see you back here next week on the Marketing for Startups podcast.